Hey, cool dude, can I play too? Uh, uh, it's only a one-player game. Well, then how come it says second-player score? <laughs> You're listening to the Second Player Speaks podcast with Nerdpunk's Second Player Score. All right, so here we are with another episode of Second Player Speaks, the official podcast of Second Player Score, the band. I am Brian, and we have Kyle and Dan. I Hello. am Kyle. I'm and drinking beer. <laughs> I am Dan. I talk at the same time as Kyle. <laughs> We're off to a good start already. Uh. All right. So uh, if you've been listening to the show, then you know that each week we talk about our three favorite subjects. We talk about something. Uh, we talk about a rock band or a punk band. We talk about something from pop culture, like a TV show or a movie or a video game. And we talk about and drink beer. And I don't know why I'm looking at my notes as I say this, because that's stuff I say every fucking week and I don't need to look at my notes. I don't know why I'm doing that. Did you just, write that down? Yeah. No. <laughs> just for some reason, I'm just like looking at my notes. I don't know why. Um, anyway, it must be the heat. It's making me crazy. All right. So anyway, uh, so... Uh, we'll get right down to it. The band that we're talking about this week is out of uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. They are a power trio called uh, Teenage Bigfoot. And uh, I, I like their description from their band camp site, which is uh, bisexual party punk. Uh, ec- ec- <laughs> sorry. Bisexual party punk extraordinaires keeping it fun, fast, and accessible since 2013. <laughs> <laughs> I think that pretty much uh, wraps it wow. up <laughs> pretty pretty succinctly. So yeah, so teenage Bigfoot, and um, I guess they have like a like I, I counted it up like eleven releases. They're they're pretty prolific. Um, you know, like there's like albums and EPs and singles, and um, you know they've been they've been doing a lot of recording. I think their most recent thing is a live album, which sounded really good. Um, they have kind of this uh, skate punk sound that kind of reminded me of kind of like a No Effects or Guttermouth kind of sound, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I know they were just interviewed uh, like last week, right, on Punky's mixtape. Uh, yeah, that's when it dropped last Wednesday. Yeah, so um, so I'm kind of curious because you suggested it, Kyle, and yes. but then then like Dan was like, oh yeah, they were just on. So I'm like, was this a minds thing? Like, were you guys just or was it a coincidence or like? Uh- I, I saw their name on uh, one of Punky's posts. Oh, okay. And I was like, well, I mean, I guess they should be on getting squatchy name alone. Right. I mean, you know, uh, if I can't have Teenage Bigfoot on getting squatchy, what what's the point? I should just <laughs> change the name. Uh, so, yeah, that's, but I, that's where I saw it was I saw the name. And so I'm like, well, they there's probably a 99.9% chance they should be on my show. And uh, so I went and checked them out, and they were everything that I hoped for. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, they're right in my wheelhouse of what I like to listen to. Yeah, yeah. And like you said, I, exactly that, like, no effects, gutter mouth, uh, MXPX kind of, mm-hmm. kind of sound. And so, yeah, I mean, they were a perfect fit. So I was uh, more than happy to extend... The uh, I guess the the uh, exposure for these guys from uh, Punky's mixtape onto getting squatchy. Cool, cool. And oh, by the way, uh, Punky's mixtape is a show on Twitch. 
You can check it out at twitch.tv slash punkies mixtape. And uh, he's like usually on every Wednesday and yep. uh, it has a bunch of cool stuff like uh, you know, he has music and you know, just all kinds it's of like, you know. It's like a pop culture variety show. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty yep. much. Comedy sketches, all that kind of cool stuff. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. So definitely uh, check that out, Punky's mixtape on Twitch. And uh, so, like, so that's where you heard about Teenage Bigfoot, right? Yeah, they um they were on one of his big shows, like like uh, holidays. He does a huge show. Like last Christmas, I think he was featuring them as one of the last bands just to end it all ah. and they were like oh shit teenage bigfoot that's that's kind of funny you know like mm-hmm. what does that room smell like because <laughs> 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 like, you know bigfoot's already got a reek but now you got one going through puberty it's right. like whoa <laughs> right. <laughs> right. and then name just kind of stuck and then and then after a while they're like oh yeah now we're bringing them back on with more music we're like oh holy crap yeah i remember that name i remember they sounded really good i mean mm. just that raw sound like really thick vocals you know it's it's just like a party band. Yeah, yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, I was like, oh, definitely need me some more Teenage Bigfoot. Cool. And uh, what what song did you play on your show? I don't remember. Something off of their more recent things? Yes, or, okay. yeah. One of their uh, latest releases. Okay. Uh, I always try to start with a, like, unless, unless it's one of these bands that, I mean, they're active but haven't released anything for like five years. Mm. Uh, I usually uh, try to start off with, you know something they're pushing at the moment right. and then i start working into like their back catalog trying to get into the like the deeper stuff okay, uh, okay. afterwards but um but yeah i i just i don't know i i was an instant hit for me um like i said any anyone who's into like the skate punk is gonna love these guys um i i i don't know why someone wouldn't want this on their playlist mm-hmm and they, mm-hmm. they have a pretty consistent sound. Like I mean, like I listen. I tried to check out some of their stuff from you know from the beginning up until now. Mm-hmm. And I guess you, mm-hmm. know, I mean, you can hear how it did. You know how they kind of did. You know, evolve and develop and stuff. But it was there was always this kind of this core sound to it that I think they've you know yeah. been able to maintain yeah, throughout the whole throughout the years. So right, like like they've got that foundation is there and yeah. and uh, just maybe the the color of the house is a little different, but the. But the framework is still strong and the same all the way through. Right. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I I, I I like this band a lot. So uh, I'm definitely glad that. Uh, well, I'm glad I pay attention to Punky's mixtape. <laughs> yeah, I, a lot I, of good get, bands came from there. I get good stuff. You know. Yeah, it's like the following week, days and days. That that's another one from the mixtape. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, he's got some good stuff. That's for sure. What did you pair them with? Because I, I know, like, usually you pair a, a band with like, you know, like a more known band or whatever. And um, I can tell you. you know, pull uh, up the playlist there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I always have, I always have the playlist every week, um, for the bands, um, just so uh, that way, like, if somebody like, because I mean. If you're listening to a band and you're hearing these bands for the first time, and uh, I mean, what are you going to do? Be sitting there with a pen and paper writing it down? Mm-hmm. Of course not. So, and you don't remember their names or whatever. So, but you can always go back to uh, the playlists and uh, on the Getting Squatchy Show Facebook page, and then you can go check them out. Right. Yeah. Um, While you're looking that up, I will uh, promote your show, which is the Getting Squatchy <laughs> Show on 99wnrr.com uh, every Thursday from 2.30 to 4 Pacific Time. Phoenix and, TX. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. And, oh, if you and, got the playlist, what song did you play from uh, Teenage Bigfoot? Oh, The Company Dime. 
Yep. Okay. Yeah, that, that's like the first one on their most popular list. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think that nice. was when I saw like, uh, yeah, their top five songs. I just went with that. And I mean, that was it. So I didn't need to go any further. I mean, all they have a lot of other great stuff, but I just like that. And why not play the most popular one, mm-hmm. right? That's the one on everybody's mind. So maybe that's the catchiest or whatever, but that's what I want people to hear so that then they'll go and want to explore more themselves. Sure, right, right. Cool. Um, I, their live album sounded really good, too. Like, Oh, yeah. It, I mean, it's it's like they just transferred the energy from like the studio to a live venue and nothing changed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you get what you get with Teenage Bigfoot. You, know, you get that sound. It's consistent. Even on random, you can still hear that consistency like you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's good to see that they can pull it off live, too. They're not just a studio band, you know? Right, yeah. <laughs> That's always kind of like, you know, I, I think sometimes you get bands that are, when you have, you know, live, they're not exactly, you know, up to what they did, you know, in the studio yeah, kind of that's thing. that's so, so disappointing when yeah. you see a band live and you're like, ooh, <laughs> guess you don't meet your heroes, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I think, you know, they, they these guys, they, their live oh, yeah, they album sounded it. really solid, so... But yeah, um, Teenage Bigfoot from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, check those guys out. All right. Okay. So moving on to the uh, pop culture section of the show. Uh, this week we're talking about Paper Girls on Prime, Amazon Prime. And uh, Paper Girls, if you didn't know. Oh, by the way, we're going to spoil the shit out of Paper Girls. And there's a lot to spoil. So if you oh, haven't tons. seen it, <laughs> if you haven't seen it and you don't want to be spoiled, go watch it and come back. We will be uh, waiting for you right here. So. Uh, anyway, you did it? You're back? Okay, good. So uh, it's an adaptation of a comic book series uh, that uh, ran from 2015 to 2019 uh, from Image Comics uh, by Brian Vaughn and Cliff Chang. And uh, it went for 30 issues and it you know, wrapped up in 2019. And I guess it got picked up for adaptation uh, by uh, Stephanie Folsom, who I guess did some writing for like Toy Story and some other stuff. And uh, mm. and so yeah, so now it's you know it's a, it's a series on Prime, and um, I guess like there's been comparisons to Stranger Things, I guess. But I you know I mean the the comic came before Stranger mm-hmm. Things. Oh yeah, did you so, check out the comic? I did not. I found the first issue on Comicology, and holy crap, it's almost verbatim. Really? Some of the major huh. lines are there. I mean, Aaron still gets shot. I mean, th- there's still a couple things that they did, like they introduced dinosaurs in the very first okay thing. Okay, but you know, but. Most of it was still there. I, I heard the girls almost look the same. Yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> and I'm like, they casted this perfectly. Like, yeah. You don't know which came first. Like, if you just jumped into it without mm-hmm. knowing anything. But yeah, but there's one thing that they didn't address in the show with time travel that's, that's really been bugging me ever since. They said, like, location is absolutely important because uh. the Earth is never standing still. Like we're corkscrewing right, right. through space, like right. the, the model of you know the the, earth, the sun being stationary. I mean, we all just go around it. That's bullshit. Like we're still going, we're expanding, big bang, and all that shit, right? right. So it's like <laughs> if you went an hour ahead, you'd be floating in the void of space because the Earth's not there yet. Yeah, and I'm like, holy this, shit, mind blown. This How was come addressed. No one's talking about this. This was addressed in another show. I can't remember what it was. What might have been Rick and Morty or something. I, I remember them talking about that. Yeah, yeah, because like, that was the deaths of. Uh, the, the two guys Heck and Naldo Or whatever Yeah yeah That's how they actually died Cause they um They got fused together In the comic books oh. And it was some weird Fucked up like you know. <laughs> Oh so that explains The scars Oh they, they had it beforehand But they, but in the 
in the you know the tv series they died because they got shot but in the comic they died because they fused together because they showed the danger of location gotcha gotcha uh-huh. so i was like holy fuck that's the <laughs> biggest thing i found from the first chapter to to the right, well uh, we should back up a little bit uh, paper girls the premise is that like i guess uh, you know uh there are these uh four 12 year old girls in uh like what is it called stony Stony, Stony Brook, Brook Stony or something Stream. like in, like know. some some Cleveland suburb, Sunnydale, and uh, you know, it's it's 1988. You know they're they're paper girls on doing a delivery and like they um I guess they get time travel transported into like 2019 and then mm. back and forth through time and like you know they the whole thing is they're they're trying to get back to 1988. Uh, but then they get they get wrapped up in this time war between these two different factions, um, and so the the show I, I think it does a it does a good job of balancing the plot, you know, like the time travel and all that kind of stuff, with just you know like you know the the human emotion things with mm. the, the relationships between the girls and between their older selves, <laughs> which is I thought was pretty interesting. Yes. Um, and how like they, they get confronted by the fact like you know life is very disappointing <laughs> you know like you, you know either your older self has you know a much more boring life than you thought or your older self is dead uh-huh. or your older self is a failure or you know that kind of thing I, I think you know they 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 struck the good balance and the good tone and by the way I think I've mentioned this on this uh, podcast before and like you know for writers you know for people who want to write books or comic books or, or shows or whatever um that's always a good hack which where you have you know the a plot which is you know the all the your sci-fi gobbledygook bullshit and then you have the b plot where you know which is like you know the human relationships and human emotions and if you can weave those two together you end up with something like this show or like stranger things or like gravity falls or you know stuff that uh you know people can really have fun with because there's there's all this crazy you know stuff going on, but then also you can relate to it because on, on a human level. So if you can combine that formula, then you have you might have something that's uh, pretty effective. But anyway, um, like I, I think we I, I think it was the show was on our, all of our radar separately, and I was like, okay, well I'm gonna watch the first couple episodes, and if Kyle comes over here and says, hey, have, have you seen Paper Girls? I said, okay, yeah. <laughs> then I'm gonna, and sure enough, he came over. Hey, have you seen Paper Girls? So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well. It was actually Bobby's suggestion. Oh, yeah, it was Molly's uh, suggestion. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I. I don't know that I would have uh, watched it. You know, I mean, I literally, uh, if I don't know what something is already, I just look at the thumbnail uh, and decide if I even want to look at the trailer. Uh, I, that thumbnail, I would have not not for a second would I have gone. Oh, this is something I want to watch. Really. Oh, I would have thought it was like, you know, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants or something like that <laughs> shit. You know, there was nothing in that thumbnail that says to me, action adventure, you know? And so, um, so anyway, but so Bobby's like, I want to check this out. And, you know, by the end of the first episode, she's just like, whoa, that is like not anything that I was expecting. Hmm. She's like, I really did not expect to probably, you know, I was just checking it out. I wasn't even sure if we would get past the first episode. And uh, she's like, that is not at all what I thought it was going to be. And it's fucking amazing, you know. Um, and my statement, so what were they called? The Old Guard? Mm-hmm. Like the Old okay. Watch, Old Guard, something old like that. Old Guard and the STF. And- yeah, so the STF was like, they're like the rebels. Yeah. Yep, and yep. then the Old Guard, they're like the Empire. Right, and they're running shit. But I'm like, I don't know, it's like maybe the fourth or fifth episode. I'm like, wait a minute. I look over by me and I said, holy shit, are these guys just like fucking Rick and Morty time cops? Are they time <laughs> copying everybody? 
These guys are just fucking like like uh, uh, animated scrotums telling you that you <laughs> fucked up by moving right. around mm-hmm. in. You know, and I'm like, how can these girls even be like uh, messed up with all this stuff? I mean, it's not like they were like, oh, let's go fucking like jump through time. They were they were jumped through time. Wasn't there really their choice? Right. Nope. And then they, they're just trying to get back. It's like, hey, why don't you just like instead of trying to like shoot them to death, just you know, grab them, send them back, which is where they want to go anyway, and then wipe their minds. First episode, you're oh, there you go. That's the problem. First episode, you're done. There's really nothing to it. So this is why we had all that other stuff so we could have a show. Perfect. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, but yeah, I really liked it. I, I don't agree with the comparisons to Stranger Things. Only co- I mean, so, you know, the girls are in 1998. That's about as far as... The, or 1988, sorry. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's about as far as it goes. I mean, this one's about like time travel and shit. And like Stranger Things is about like interdimensional shit. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, this... I, 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 but I, 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 they had cool soundtrack. I love the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I felt like they they did an excellent job of staying relevant to the time periods that they were in at the time. Um, I know I I just I really fucking liked it, and I wish we would have seen more of the fucking transformer. Yeah, yeah, that mm-hmm. was that was epic. That was badass. And all of a sudden, this iron giant pops out, and we're like, right. "What?" So like, time right? travel what? and Mecca, like, okay, I uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, liking this, dude. Where the fuck did this guy come up with this thing? Like time travel. How does this yep, happen? Time travel. Yeah. Time travel. <laughs> That's the answer to everything. Yeah, because I'm like, there's no way he could have built this. He's like, yeah. oh, Larry, you're gonna die no matter what you do, yeah. you douchebag. <laughs> I know, Larry. Keep fucking fucking everybody up, dude. So. One thing I wanted I wanted to ask you guys was like, you know, at the end, because you've, you've watched it to the end, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so like. When they were, when they went to his farm and then the the thing uh the, you know the pink sky mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I I couldn't get a handle on the perspective of that because I'm like is that like really high up and if so shouldn't you have been able to see it from far away or is it they seem to try to be making it so that it's like localized like right there yeah. but I, I I had a hard time <laughs> I had a hard time getting a, a handle on the perspective oh. of where exactly that was supposed to be positioned. I think it's like a super low hanging cloud. Yeah, I saw it thing. as a low hanging. Well, cloud. okay, because like uh, Mac was able to grab a uh, like a newspaper or something and, throw and chuck it, it right it. into yeah, it. So yeah. I'm like, okay, well she's a 12 year old girl. She doesn't have that much of an arm, right? So so, so did you guys see it as like kind of like a low? Because yeah, okay, yeah. maybe I don't know. I I just was like, what? Where is that? <laughs> like, shouldn't they have been able to see that from miles away? And like, I guess not. But you know, so mm-hmm. anyway, I just wanted to bring yeah, that. That was confusing too, because that's where I walked into this whole series. Was at the end? Yeah, because Molly <laughs> was watching it, and I was like, you know, just doing my normal thing, trying to trying to fix my Twitch stream because I, f- I figured out the audio problem. Okay. So like, I was walking out you know, just to get another beer, and she's watching this thing, and I'm like. I get caught up in the dialogue and I'm like, God damn it, Molly, I'll have to watch this too. <laughs> I kind of like reverse engineer the whole thing and then uh-huh. like watched all the way up to that point. I'm like, oh, this was the end? Fuck. Okay, okay. It makes sense. You know? yeah, <laughs> I uh, I love the way that, though, how this show and Stranger Things handle uh, being gay as a teenager mm. in the 80s. Right, yeah. They're pretty accurate. I mean... Like, I had friends that were in the closet when I was going to high school mm-hmm. in that time period. And that's pretty much what it was. I mean, this is like, 
And I mean, for, you know, like, not that, not that being gay today is necessarily the easiest either. I mean, there's still hurdles, but it's like, be interesting for like kids that like my, like Fallon's age, my daughter's age to see this. And it's like, first of all, this isn't, you know, movie drama. This is like really what it was. I mean, you didn't want to come out. You didn't want to even admit it. You know, I had friends that just, I had friends that tried to convince themselves that they were straight just mm. because it was easier. You know, you didn't have to like be shunned yeah. from society because like they would just like scared them to death that anyone would find out other than like, you know, me or our other close circle of friends. And, mm. you know, like there was like, you know, this real tight knit group and, and, you know, that's the only people you would confide in. Hell, you didn't even know if your parents were still going to accept you, mm-hmm. you know? So, that's uh, really interesting to see that. And then for kids, like, that are, you know, in their teens or early 20s now, it's like, yeah, it's hard now. But, man, when you see this in these shows, that's how hard it really was then. I mean, we still have a long ways to go, but it is a vast difference now. Mm-hmm. Like, even in the part where they were in 1999, that the two of the girls were walking around in the theater uh, holding hands. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty relevant to 1999. You could do that then. And it was a big difference. You couldn't really do that in 1988 unless you were in, like, New York mm-hmm. or, you know, some really super big city where, uh, you know, things were more liberal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, interesting stuff. But, yeah. Uh, overall, I love that fucking uh, series. Yeah. And, and, and I love that they set it up perfectly for season two. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I've heard it hasn't been re, uh, picked up for season two yet, but I'm assuming oh, it, it will be. It's going to. It should it's be. It's going to. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway. So, Paper Girls on Amazon Prime. Uh, check that out if you have not done so already. Okay. Uh, so, moving on to the beer. Kyle brought the beer this week. And what do we have? We have... From Terminal Gravity Brewing. Oh, Terminal Gravity. Uh, forget about it. <laughs> Literally, it's forget about it. Yeah, F-U-G-G-E-T. <laughs> forget about it. All one word. About it. One word. Forget about it. And it's a hazy pale ale. And it's 5%. Uh, where are these guys out of... Enterprise, Enterprise Oregon. Oregon. Yep. That's right. They're local. All right. And, oh, here we go. Bada bing, bada brew. Introducing Forget About It, our easy drinking hazy pale ale featuring notes of citrus and mango, a bright mouthfeel, and an herbal finish. Life is too short for bad days, so kick your feet up, crack one open, and forget about it. <laughs> I love it, dude. Uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Mm. Uh, it's a, a definitely uh, excellent summer drinking. And it says, uh, contents are unfiltered. Yeah, I love how they got to yes. put that. Like, it, It's a hazy, but they still got to tell you it's hazy. Yeah. yeah. Right? There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. S- uh, sediments may occur. I'm like, come on. We should yes. know this by now, people. Yeah, <laughs> it's like saying your coffee cup is hot. I mean, come on. Right, right. I, I yeah. Can you imagine being the first that 
that first guy at customer service. Um, <laughs> yes, how may I help you? Yes, uh, I tried uh, your beer the other night, and it was um, it was all cloudy. Oh, well, what beer did you have? I had the forget about it. It's a hazy pale ale. Um, how do you define hazy? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know if we've talked about, I mean, we probably have, but like, so what is it, like, what, what what is unfiltered? I mean, like, you know, maybe you can explain a little bit about that. Or So, it's been a while since I read about this, but it has something to do with, um, they throw a lot of hops in during fermentation and something in that creates the haziness. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what, um, I, I can't remember what they said when I was reading it, but, uh, you know, typically when you uh, add your hops, you add hops during the boil, maybe during uh, what they call the whirlpool, which is when it's kind of cooled down a little bit and you're transferring over into the fermenter. Hmm. Uh, but typically, then you're done. You don't actually, once you're fermenting, hops are not in the beer anymore. Uh, the only time that happens is after it's fermented. Sometimes you do what they call dry hopping and, and you'll throw like a, um, you know, like a, 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 ah, a bag of, I, I, or, or like cheesecloth or something uh, with hops in it to um to dry hop okay but you don't have it in the fermentation so um i think what they do here is they actually throw hops in after it's like brewed and everything and they throw hops in and they're actually present during the uh, fermentation period and so something in that creates the haziness hmm. uh, and then they probably just don't like cold crash it or do anything to uh, I think when you get up at the professional level, like these guys, a lot of the times they'll just use gelatin because um, gelatin is like negatively charged and the the hazy shit with the proteins and stuff is positively charged uh, or vice versa. And so if you throw gelatin, uh, not very much. I mean, you, you would never know. Uh, if you throw just a little bit on the top, it forces everything down. Hmm. And clears your beer, clarifies it. So, uh, but like me doing it at home, I would just throw it in the fridge uh, before I bottled it. And it would, the coldness would force everything down to the bottom. And then you would, then you would pull everything out into another uh, like bucket before you, um, before you bottled, leaving all the stuff down at the bottom. Oh, yeah. I remember okay. you doing that with the Saison. Right. So... Uh, so anyway, but in this, in this case, you, you wouldn't need to do that because you want it to be hazy. That's the whole point. What is the purpose of a beer being hazy aside from looks? Um, well, so I think in, in this case, it's just, it's just a, a side effect to the brewing method. So you they, I, they add the, the hops in for fermentation to get a, you know, a different kind of flavor out of them. Okay. Um, and to get, you know, they, they add in these hops that have these, like, fruity flavors and, and uh, uh, smells and, and things. So 
So uh, a lot of times, like a hazy, they'll call them juicy mm-hmm. IPAs because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a lot of them taste like juice. So, so the flavor is affected by the by, yeah. By the I think that's the- I think that's the, the what they're trying to do. Okay, is um, by throwing them in at that point, uh, there's no heat or at least very little heat involved. So you don't steam off the cohumulone and uh, all the other oils and things, and so mm. you get you get like these different flavors that you don't get when you boil them. You know, okay. so yeah, yeah, it's just a different method, and I think the haziness is a byproduct of that. And gotcha. so, why filter it out? Okay, looks right. cool because well. there's definitely mango in there too. You taste that. Mm. And yeah. I think I think one of our uh, side project band names should be Cohumulum, right? Cohumulum. <laughs> uh, uh, um, now, uh, Tolkien Howley's first album, Cohumulum. Wid- Widmer, <laughs> Widmer, uh, uh, you know, their Heffy is like their flagship, right? Uh, the reason that one's hazy is because uh, Hefeweizen yeast is lighter than the liquid that it is in. And oh, so it man. never falls out uh, like other yeast does. Oh, other only yeast 5%? Jeez. It's crazy. And then, you know, then when it goes dormant or dies, it just, you know, it just settles out. But Hefeweizen yeast is so light that it never actually falls out. It just stays there. So unless you do something to filter it out, you get hazy wheat beer. Okay. You know? Mm. All right. Cool. And to get more of this, it's a seasonal, so get it while you can. Yeah, no, this is very good. So, all right, so well, that is the uh, the forget about it hazy pale ale, and it's it from the season. Terminal Gravity yeah. Brewing. Okay, and I guess that is the end of another episode of Second Player Speaks. Ooh, we are Second Player Score. Jeez. We are actually a band, but we are more than a band. We do this podcast. Uh, we have uh, novels and comics and. Like I said, you know, Kyle does that uh, radio sh- internet radio show. Dan is our Twitch streamer, and we have like uh, screenplays and beer recipes and card games and whole kinds of mm-hmm. stuff that we uh, we like to put together into something that we call the uh, SBS verse. And you can check that out at secondplayerscore.com. So do that. Um, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram, and uh, check out Teenage Bigfoot from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, watch Paper Girls on Prime and check out the comic book as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from Image Comics and uh, drink the forget about it hazy pale ale from Terminal Gravity Brewing. All right. Yeah. Okay. So Don't I forget about it. <laughs> Do it all at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> to maximize your experience there. So, okay. Um, I guess that's it. And we'll, uh, we'll, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. See ya. Peace out. <laughs> You've been listening to the Second Player Speaks podcast with Second Player Score.